Boom, we're live. Hey. What up, kids? You silly cat. You're a silly goose. You're a silly... Where did that saying even come from? I don't know. That's an interesting one. Silly goose. Google that. Where did silly, silly goose come from? Where did silly goose come from? Where did silly goose come from? Starting off hot on this podcast. This is why we need a young Jamie. So we can... How did the silly goose phrase originate? Well, it's an old English word that applies to animals such as geese and sheep. It indicates their careless innocence and hapless nature. So just, you care less. You're just like, I'm a silly goose. I'm just hanging out. Just having so, a good time. So could we say like silly sheep? Or would that get us in trouble? Why would that get us in trouble? Because you know how that's like an insult now. People are like, you're a sheep. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Well, like sheep just... means ludicrous and foolish. Yeah, like you, you follow the, like you're in a herd. You know what oh. I mean? Like you follow the herd, you're a sheep. I guess we, I think it's cool. I didn't even I think know about so. it. I, I think it would be interesting because it, it said geese and sheep. So why not? Yeah. You know, you're a silly sheep. You're a silly sheep. <laughs> you're a silly. You're a silly llama. You're a silly llama. You're a silly giraffe. You're a silly hippo. Lucy Goosey. You are. You're just a fucking. A hippo just sounds like the biggest insult. You're a fucking hippo, bud. (laughs) Just going for the neck. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that's so mean. You fucking hippo. Damn. So there are some really mean animals out there. Dude, I would not fuck with a hippo. No, dude. A hippo or a rhino, I would not fuck with. No, absolutely not. No way. (sighs) Or a bear. No, a grizzly no. bear. I wouldn't fuck with any bear. Well, uh, a black bear is probably going to run away from you before it's going to attack you. Yeah, not unless it has its, like... Oh, if it has its babies, forget it. Babies? You're toast. Oh, you're, yeah, you're freaking all fricked. Yeah, any animal. Holy smokes. A goose. If you go after a goose with its babies, you're, that thing's going to destroy you. Dude, a goose? Goose? Has there any been... Oh, I gotta look it up. I know. We're going off the rails here. Has anyone died from a goose? Yeah. Probably. Goose kills human. No documented cases of goose killing a human, but they still inspire fear. I I bet you there's a little baby that got pecked to death. That's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I think the biggest animal I would not fuck with is a killer whale. You wouldn't fuck with it? No, I would not fuck with that thing. I mean, I wouldn't fuck with it. Either. I don't know how you fuck with it. Well, I, I don't know. You, but people do it. Have That's you seen great. them attacking you... boats? No, but yeah. I did see those those girls on a kayak that got eaten and then spit back out by a killer whale or by a big not one? a killer whale by just like a a big bigger whale. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, blue whale, humpback probably or something. Oh, humpback, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't see that. That's a wild fucking. Did they die? No, they just uh, they got so there was krill everywhere. They were being dumb. They were in the middle of the krill trying to get like videos oh. and shit. So yeah, the thing came up and just fucking opened its mouth like Finding Nemo and took them. And then he spit them back out because they didn't taste like krill. It tasted like a plastic boat. Oof. Imagine almost dying like that. Oh, my God. That would be like Ooh. you go down with it. And then all of a sudden you pop back up in your little kayak. And you just like, <laughs> whoa, dude. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> I would not want to mess with that. <laughs> but have you seen the um, like the killer whales? They attack. Um, they attack boats now. In like some certain area of the world, because one of them like ran into like the the motor of the boat and it hurt mm. it, 
So now this, I think it was a baby. I don't know if it killed it or if it just hurt it, but then the, Oh no. The mother like taught all the other ones to attack the boats. What? Yeah. They're, they're stupid smart. Those fucking the orca whales are ridiculous. And they, so now any boat that like comes in there, they're like, fuck you. What the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. And they like, wow, run into it and like attack it until they leave. That's crazy. And then they're just like, all right, we're good. Well, that's aren't um, killer whales technically like dolphins or something? Not whales. They're like close. They're like a a mix of them. They're like a hybrid. That's fuck. Imagine. Oh no, yeah, I don't fuck with them either, dude. There's there's like um this place. I I don't even know where it is, but they they figured out that they can they can weasel their way in to like this little cove. When the tide's high, they can get in, mm-hmm. in between the rocks and stuff, and they, like, wait, and they wash themselves up on shore, grab a seal, and then scoot themselves back into the ocean, eat the seal, and then do that a couple times. Mm-hmm. But they know that if they don't get out by a certain time, the tide's going to go out, and they're going to get stuck in there. Yeah. And they'll die. So they have yeah. to, like, they figured out, like, how to get in and out of there without... They're, it's stupid. That's yeah. They're stupid. Small. I watched a video a few weeks ago. It was a viral video of a seal on a huge iceberg, huge. Like fuck. It looked like it was a mile long. The thing was yeah. safe as fuck. You'd think. All of a sudden, there's like four killer whales. Someone had aerial like footage. It goes underneath, and they use their tails and fucking smack it and break it slowly, slowly, minutes by minutes. They and then they kill them. They get it down to a small little iceberg where the like seals like how am I. I was just sleeping on this two-mile-long iceberg that is now fucking... I'm in the water, and I'm dead. Oh, my God. That's not good. Crazy. Crazy. God, fuck being a seal. Fuck being... Yeah. Welcome to episode 132. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so, Shit. how are we? Dude, we're good. I'm uh, I'm back from vacation. That was yeah. fun. What, yeah. How was it? Good. I'll give you a little recap. Um yeah. It's pretty, pretty like just relaxing cabin, swimming as much as possible. We did get a couple thunderstorms, rainstorms. Uh, it was awesome. You got a little bit of everything. Um, went swimming. I ate everything you could possibly think of. I ate more than I've ever eaten in my life, dude. I probably had like at least 30 plus burgers the whole week. Nice. Nice. Egg sangies every day at this local shop. Two coffees every day. Pizza. We went and saw two movies. We saw the Indiana Jones movie. And the Elemental Disney movie, and both of them were terrible. Donuts, donuts every day. I don't even yeah. know how many. I even went to the donut factory in New Hampshire and Concord, and we bought like a, I think eight donuts. Yeah, eight donuts. I ordered the night before, so on the way home we picked up those. Uh, so those, those are, are really gone. good too. Those are gone. There's, I think, actually, there's two left, but those ones for my family that I was like, yeah, I don't want these ones anyways. <laughs> but. Yeah, it was so, overall, dude. It was fucking awesome. Um, I don't know how to relax, so I actually ended up relaxing. And I'm watching this new show, which I'd never watched TV, but I haven't watched it since vacation. So it's called Suits. It's not new. Oh, it's been yeah. out for a while. But yeah, I've uh, heard of that. Good show. Good. good. McCoy yeah. showed me it. That's dope. Yeah, I've been I've been watching Vanderpump. What's that? Vanderpump Rules. You would What's hate that? it. It's like these people work in a restaurant. It's like reality TV. It's dumb, but like. I got wrapped up in it because there's just so much drama. It's just chaos. Okay. Okay. But if you look at like I'm sure like 
people know about Tom Sandoval and the Scandoval thing because the most recent uh, season that just came out, he um, cheated on his like 10 year girlfriend with his best friend's ex fiance. And like, it was a big, huge thing. Like, Jesus Christ. It's chaos. Like, yeah, he's a piece of shit. But yeah, it's, 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 I don't know how I got wrapped up in it. Tori watched it and then. Oh, that's how. Yeah. And then I was like, what is that? And it was just like those reels you see where like yeah. the boyfriend's like, this is stupid. And then like 10 minutes later, you're like, yeah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> like, that's great. That's, that's how it happened. But yeah, it's, it's, it's thrilling. It's unbelievable. I don't know how, okay. but yeah, I've just been watching that and, uh, planning the wedding and I got all the groomsmen's gifts squared away. Now that's all done. Your boxes are all set. Sweet. Yeah. So that's done. And slowly, but surely everything else is coming together. So it's two. We're almost there, man. I know it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Then I got some other big news that I'm not sharing just yet. That's going to be fun. Stevie knows. I know we're full of secrets here. It's beep. Did you like well, how we I both, did that? We both have big news. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. In the in the last podcast, did you like that? What'd you do? I put in when we were talking about Spider Man. When we were talking oh. about the spoilers, I put like a little squeaky toy in it. To oh, did you? About, no, yeah, I didn't. I haven't even like, listened to the episode to like beep out what I was talking about, and then I asked oh really like something else. Yeah, when I was like spoiler alert, and then I like said it, and it was like weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't hear that yet. Yeah. That's fucking um, awesome. So yeah, that was fun. Um, but I have a little game for us to play. Yeah, what is what is this on the on the notes here? Yeah. I'm seeing something so, I've never I'll, seen before. I'll explain it to you. Hold on. So my fiance and yeah, I use this uh communication app called paired where it like asks you questions you can like pick like certain certain question packs and answer them and like it helps you like communicate and get to know each other better and all this other lovey-dovey mushy gushy shit okay so i found one that was a teenage years pack that i answered me and tori answered and um i wanted to bring it on here so we could talk about it on here so we could like talk about how we were as teenagers oh god all right so you ready to get into it? It's nine questions. Nine questions of my senior year. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I'll answer them too. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. It's not so, just me. All right. No, no. It's both of us. All right. Um, then. So you can go first. Um, describe what you were like as a teenager in three words. Whoa. Which part of my teenage year though? Oof. I was different every time I turned a different age. Um, let's see them describe what i was like my teenage years in three words yeah so i'll break it up let's see um three words this is tough you want me to say mine yeah you go first all right threw me on the spot here um i said angsty rebellious and moody okay i like that I like that. That makes sense. All right, I'll. I'm gonna steal rebellious because that's for sure a thing that I was. Yeah. Um. Fighting. So angry. Yeah, and 
belly is angry and sexual. Okay. All right. Sexual. Yeah, I got right. I did some weird things. All right, we won't <laughs> we'll leave it at that. I don't know how long the statute of limitations is on that <laughs> stuff, but no, we're just gonna leave it at that. Um all right, number two. Yeah. What was the best part about being a teenager? Okay. Am I going first again? Yeah. Or trying to? All right. The best part about being a teenager? Not working. Yep. Oh, is it three things or one? No, just one. Oh, not working. Oh, yeah. uh, No responsibility for me, I think. Yeah. That was just the best. Like, you could just, you just woke up and were like, okay. Dude, I think about that all, every time summer comes around and I'm heading to work and I see, like, kids kids out riding their bikes or something. Dude, I'm just like, you piece of shit. You have you no pee, idea. I didn't. You don't know. I didn't you know how no good idea. we had it, dude. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't. There's like a quote Fuck. from The Office that I love um, that Andy says, and it's like, I wish someone would let you know you were in the good old days before you left them. That's true. You know? And it's like, I, I, I see this one circulating on Facebook all the time, too. It's like, uh, you know, one day you all went out um, in the neighborhood and rode your bikes around and you know, just caused trouble for the last time and none of you knew it. Ooh. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, definitely no responsibility was like the best. Yeah, dude. Um hundred percent. What was the most difficult part about being a teenager? Uh hmm. Bullied, being bullied. That's for sure. Yeah. Cause that's still stuff with me to this day. So, yeah, yeah. I think I'd say being getting bullied. There's definitely a lot of people I know that like were bullied in high school that they're still like, you know, if I see so and so, I'm punching them in the mouth. Like, oh yeah, that's yeah. You know I mean, I'm I mean? definitely not like that, but I'm just no, more but like it's still like you still, it still sticks with you. Yeah, it still yeah. sticks with you. Um, yeah. I said being myself. What is it? Being myself. Okay, like trying to find yourself or just yeah, because like just, you were too much? Like, no, just like trying to like figure out who I was and like, um, I think just like, you know, because I was friends with like so many different people that I just kind of yeah. like was just a mishmash of everything. And I never yeah. like felt like, you know, like I do now where I'm like, okay, this is me. Like, yeah, you know that's like relevant in like music and stuff. Like I always liked emo music and pop punk music in high school, but like the friends I played hockey with didn't. So then I made friends who did. And then I had other friends that like this and did that. And like, I had friends I played soccer with that I was friends with and hockey. And like, I think the biggest thing was just like, who the fuck am I? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what, you know, someone told me one time, like when I graduated that I was a chameleon. Yeah. Like that I could like blend in and fit in where anywhere. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's kind of insulting. And they're like, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's a compliment. It's, and I was like, no, was but like that just like is like, who the fuck am I? You know? Yeah. So I think once I graduated high school, I kind of like found who I was. Mm-hmm. But I spent a lot of high school trying to like fit in. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people did, man, whether they knew it or not. Yeah. I you think know? I, I wasn't aware of it until I heard that. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'll do it. Yeah. So, 
Um, okay. What risky thing did you do as a teenager that you wouldn't do now? Oh, there's so many, dude. That's not, yeah. <laughs> I was like, how long? Do I got to narrow it down to one. <laughs> well, yeah, you. I mean, you could. What risky thing did I do? Oh my! Do you have one? Because I'm thinking here. If you already have it written, let me let it go. I mean, d- definitely like drinking. Okay, that is risky. And yeah, smoking weed and yeah. you know driving around high, driving around drunk. Yeah, yeah, that, um, that's definitely risky. Yeah, I don't. I I mean, just but that's just like the tip of the iceberg. I mean, there was so yeah. much other shit that we did, like jumping off bridges, fucking yeah, uh, skateboarding. I mean, skateboarding's think. a risky behavior, no matter when you do it, where you do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. Risky man. Oh, I mean, I'd always was getting in trouble with the law. Yeah, fighting. Fighting is risky. Fighting, but it was, but it was like more like. I'm trying to think of like risky in the sense of like getting in trouble, or risky in the sense of my life. Probably like, both. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Because like, um, if you get into a street fight and you hit someone the right way and they hit the ground, they could die. Yeah. No, so. let's. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do the fighting one because. That wasn't as often as the other dumb shit I did with my friends. I'd say just the. The dumb shit I did with my friends as far like, as like like mall rat shit. Yeah, mall rat shit, uh local town shit. I remember like, for example Lighting uh, things on fire and Yeah, we like we lit a house on fire. Um we vandalized well, a um what's it called? We <laughs> hang you might on. want uh, not pause. You might wanna not <laughs> you might want to take that out when you edit. No, because... it's fine. No, okay. we lit a house on fire. Uh what was the other thing we did? We um we vandalized an old garage like workshop that just closed down that was fun too things like that yeah 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 spray painting and yeah shit like that yeah i think uh we used to have like unsanctioned smoker boxing matches in my front basement (laughs) one one boxing glove each and one hand behind your back and like yeah Oh yeah, it was sick. All right, like looking back, I'm like, no wonder why I have so many like concussion issues. Yeah, because we were sitting there. There's no way to block it. You're just getting fucking rocked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. So too bad you but, didn't have the the early 1990s big kapow ones that they sold. Oh yeah, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> so, like, that would have helped. <laughs> yeah. The um, what were those what were called? They called? Yeah, not rock 'em sock 'em, but they were like something similar to that. They were like. I know what you're talking about. They were just like a big balloon that you put yeah. around your fist and just like punch your brother in the head with. What is this? It's called a uh, rocker boppers. Yeah. Soccer yeah. boppers. Sock'em, sock'em boppers. Yes. Soccer just promote, boppers. Just promoting violence everywhere. Oh my God. That is so funny. These images. Yeah. I remember that shit. Yeah. you. Too bad it wasn't those. You guys would be all right. <laughs> yeah. But you guys took that and we're like, nah, let's do it with like real gloves. Yeah, let's do it with real boxing gloves and let's just see who gets knocked out first. That's <laughs> hilarious. That's hilarious. Oh, they're only twelve ninety nine on Amazon if you want to buy them. Wow, how about that? Fucking boppers. <laughs> um Yeah, so this'll be a good one. If you could change one thing about your teenage years, what would it be? Uh that's tough because I, everything's made me who I am today. I know, 
but that's a hard one because like I'd want to say bullying but I'm not gonna because that made me stronger in the sense physically True. and mentally it did put some damage on me but like if it wasn't that something else would have happened so I'm not gonna say that okay my teenage years so that can be anywhere from like 13, 13 to 19 to, yeah um I really had a good time I would say looking now because the future i would say trying to spend more time with my dad because i didn't know he was gonna leave so i guess that would be like all right the the answer as an adult knowing now you know yeah yeah that makes sense no yeah makes you know but he was kind of not the best person to hang out with either so that wouldn't have been easy (laughs) so maybe just a better relationship overall for that yeah yeah, I don't know. Sense. Yeah, what about you? Um, that's a hard one. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably not drink so much. Um, mm. maybe you know not smoke as much weed. Um, kind of maybe not worry so much about what everyone else thought of me. That was a big thing. Ooh, that's a really good one. Um, I feel like that's tough though for like a teenager because like yeah. that's your whole. You know what I mean? Image is everything. Yeah, your whole... What you do. Yeah, Yeah. everything is like, you know, those four years hinge on like not doing something stupid or like not doing something embarrassing because if you do, then yeah, that's it. Um, But I think, yeah, that that was like a big, like just, you know, don't worry so much about what people think because it's not going to matter in two, three, four, one year. It's not going to matter anymore. Yeah. Those people are going to be gone. Oh, that's a good that's a good I that's a good thing to say out loud too. I I didn't focus on that. I would think I didn't do that. Yeah. I did that too much. And then I think as I got older, I'd say in my like 17, 18, and 19, that's when it kicked in. But the before that, in the young teenage years, the mid-teenage years, I was the opposite. I was this fucking far gone caring about yeah. what people thought, hence the way I dressed and didn't give a fuck. But yeah, I I hear it's, that, man. It's funny. I like listened to all that music that was about not giving a fuck about that, and I still was like, <laughs> "Here's batch in oh. a suit and tie." <laughs> well, I had, yeah. Well, I had to do, when I played hockey game days. No, you did, yeah. But um, like even that, like I would still find a way to like be, you know, myself. But then I'd yeah. be like, "Oh, well, everyone else isn't doing it, so I'm not gonna do it." Yeah, it's conflicting as a young child and teenager. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think, you know, that and probably not smoke as much weed and kind of like, I think a lot of teenagers get to piggyback off of the worrying so much about what everyone thought. It's like college gets shoved down your throat Mm -hmm. so much as a teenager. Like, you know, I wish like I didn't worry about that, like the future Mm -hmm. as much, you know, because I think once you hit like junior year, senior year, everyone's like, well, what are you going to do with your life? Oh, I hated that question. What are you going to college for? You're not going to college? What do you mean? How are you going to, yeah. you know? It's like, you're 18 years old. You have no idea. Like, there's, yeah. I have so many friends that, like, went to school for four years, and they're not even doing what they went to school for. Yeah. You know? It's, it's fucking crazy. So you have no idea at 18 years old what the fuck you're going to, what you want to get into. You have no clue. Mm-hmm. Like you could sit there one day and be like, I want to be a doctor and then wake up two years later and be like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm all set. 
I'm happens good. all the time, man. Yeah. I want to make music. I want to, you know, do a podcast. I want to make pizzas, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I think that was another one that like I put a lot of pressure on myself to, you know, go to college. And then I went yeah. for a year and I was like, this is useless. So good uh, point, definitely. man. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be good, too. Um, who or what was your biggest source of comfort during your teenage years? I think I know the answer for both of us. Mm, you might be surprised. Well, what uh, what about what is what's your answer? Because what do you think? M- music. Oh, 100% yeah. Okay, music cool. was the Never biggest. Mind. You're right. Just like you know, that's why this is this is why that this exists is because yeah. of that. That's that's an easy answer. <laughs> yeah, I, that's why I knew. Like I was like, this one's gonna be you know, all the bands we listen to, all the music we listen to. I think that yep. was like the way to hide was in music. Um. All expressions, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Green Day for me, Blink for you, Black Flag for both of us. I think a lot of, I mean, we could go on My Chem, all those bands that we've broken down and talked about on here. I think were huge for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and even still in life, music I think is the biggest source of source of comfort for both mm-hmm. of us. I mean, obviously you have Alyssa, I have Tori, like we have each other, but like. Music's just there always, mm-hmm. no matter what. So that was that was good. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, yeah, music. Yeah, I like hockey music. too. Hockey too. Hockey was big. Yeah, for you. Yeah, I think when I was growing up, hockey was like the biggest thing to like. Probably like skateboarding for you. I was just about to say when you were done talking skateboarding. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, just a way. To, I think that real. Uh, Oh, video is the best thing with all the noise and then you step on the ice and it's gone like yeah that's just yeah. that's the best yep. hands down so <laughs> all right um number seven <laughs> what is the silliest thing that happened to you when you were a teenager uh there was like the, so many what's the definition of silly just like I don't know, <laughs> something like you know that you laugh at now that like you look back on and you're like, oh my god. Okay, okay, I got it, I got it. Because there's so many different. There's yeah. a billion. I guess I'd say silliest slash corniest. I'm gonna put it in that category. I'm gonna add a little word to it. Okay, is me, my sister, my cousins, my friends. We all we had this thing called like I think it was called the blue or something. This video camera my sister got for Christmas, and throughout my whole teenage years. We'd like remake jackass videos. Oh God, and, yeah! <laughs> and it's all on YouTube. If you people want to check it out, it's so bad. Like the comments on them were so mean, dude. It was so funny. And now when I look at them, <laughs> it's like you guys don't know shit about being real. That was fake. And I was like, yeah, no shit, dude. And some yeah, of it was I'm not real. Trying to really break my arm here. <laughs> no, dude. It was so corny, but it was definitely in the category of silly. That would probably yeah, be the sure. silliest thing I did. Yeah. Um, for me, I would probably say like. I have two examples of like, so thinking a good, <laughs> thinking a good idea for a pregame meal was a steak and cheese and a monster. But I feel like that hasn't changed. <laughs> was like probably, <laughs> like, but now I know it's terrible, but like, yeah, I, I feel like 
eating that like three hours before a game, I think was like the worst idea I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I'd wonder why I had to poop. Like, yeah. And you but, can't take your laces off. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there was a, yeah. But then I think another one was um, my buddy, Doug Dromey always used to get a cape house. His parents would get a cape house for like a month in like yeah. July. Um, So it would be after the 4th. It would be like the middle of July to like the middle of August, right before we went back to school. So we would like stay there for the entire time. He he called me the first time I went down there. It was like freshman year. It was the summer going into the sophomore year. He called me. He's like, hey, you want to come down to my, my cape house for a few days? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I like packed a bag and stuff. And my mom dropped me off and at his house and off we went. And then like three weeks later, my mom's like, are you coming home or like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I, would be, I was like, I don't know. Like, they never told me to go home. So I'm just here. <laughs> like, so anyway, they got one one year with, like, with an indoor pool. And it had, like, like rooms. Like, it was, like, four floors. And it had rooms that, like, overlooked the pool. Oh, so, I'm guessing I know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so we, of course, first night there, no one's with us. We're unsupervised. We're hammered and we're just jumping off the fucking the balconies nice. into the pool. Like we had like lawn chairs up there with us and we were sitting in the lawn chair, like jumping into the pool and the lawn chair would like bust apart. Like when we jumped in and yeah. there was like a waterfall with like rocks and we were like jumping off the waterfall. And like, it was just so fucking, it was just absolute fucking chaos. But like, that was the most fun I think I had. As a Those teenager. were the best times, dude. I, yeah, I had similar stories of that. And that was like good times. We used to set up a ladder and jump into the pool and shit. We go to the top of the ladder. It was yeah. same shit. My roof at my <laughs> old, old, old house, I could jump from my room window onto the roof and then jump into the pool in the shallow end. Same type of shit, dude. Well, and those yeah. memories. Yeah, those memories were uh those are good yeah. ones. That's yeah, just the best. Um what was a dream you had as a teenager that you are no longer pursuing and why? To become a professional skateboarder. Okay. That was my literal ultimate dream my whole entire life. And why is because I'm too afraid. <laughs> yeah. I'm too scared to skateboard now. And because like I remember I gave up. I skated my whole entire life, dude. Yeah. Like my whole life I skateboarded every day I could. And then I remember I always wanted to be a professional skateboarder. And then it got to the point where like it was just me skating because everyone else was either like doing hard drugs, didn't skate anymore. And I was just doing my thing and I was yeah. just skating by myself. Then I stopped for like two, three years. Then I got back into it because of this kid that I worked with. And I would think I was like 18, 19 when I got like into it again. Cause I took a few years off and we would skate every day. And I was like, my dreams coming true again. Like I was getting really good. Like Nolly front side, three sixty flips were easy. Like, and that's like, it was just awesome. And I remembered I ended up leaving that job, stopped hanging with him, and it just went away. And then back when I was like 26, I started doing it again. And I started falling, and I started being like a big old bitch. And I was like, I'm done, dude. I love it. I'll still skate, but I'm done, dude. (laughs) Yeah, because I remember we talked, and you were like, guess where I am? And I was like, I don't know, home, work? And you were like, I'm at the skate park. I'm skateboarding again. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna do it this time. Yeah, and I was like, all right, man. And then I was like, 
three weeks later, you were like, yeah. So that's not happening. No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't. Re- dude, I remember when I was doing it when I was like 25, 26, like I remember the board hitting my shin. Oh, yeah. And it was. Yeah. And I, but I'm like, dude, you know how many times this happened when I was like a teenager and I'd be like brushing it off. And now I'm like, I like fall, like I'm walking on Legos barefoot. Like it's over. Like, yeah. You're like, oh no, I'll <laughs> never walk again. Yeah. I'm like, oh <laughs> fuck dude. But what about you? Um, similar. Um, I wanted to be a pro hockey player. Like yeah, more than anything. Um, but that's not, um, a realistic uh goal <laughs> um mm. i guess um i wasn't good enough i wasn't big enough i wasn't you know all those things because it was before like when i was growing up marty st louis was like an anomaly there was no mm-hmm. little guys like there is yeah. now um and i didn't have the that that mm. you know you're a teenager like you know, I wanted to, you know, hang out with my buddies. I wanted to, you know, go drink in the woods. I wanted to hang out with, you know, hang out with girls and everything else. And <laughs> I didn't have that, that thing that like, yeah. you have to have to that discipline and drive to just like sacrifice all that shit to make it. And I didn't have it. Um, But yeah, I wanted that like so bad but apparently not bad enough. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one, man. Mm. You know, when when you get into, like, you know, hanging out with your buddies and shit like that, it's like, oh, you know, I can play hockey later. I don't have to, like, yeah. you know, I don't want to go to practice. I want to go hang out with so-and-so and do that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that was a big one. Um, share something about your teenage years that you feel proud of. I mean, just being me, dude, like yeah. dressing as I wanted to look, growing long hair, wearing studded belts, fucking just like being who I wanted to be and not conform to what the school wanted me to do and what the bullies were saying. Cause yeah. I could have easily just been like, wow, I'm, I'm being made, made fun of. Yeah. I'm going to wear Hollister and American Eagle. Yeah, dude. I remember that being a huge thing. Those two mm-hmm. exact things, actually. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think just being strong and being sticking up for my friends, sticking up for myself. That was probably one of the amount of times my friends would get bullied. And I just I'd be the one to get involved with the altercation or fight for them because yeah. like I was like, no, dude, like you can't just allow somebody to throw piss on you. You can't allow somebody to throw you against the locker. Like you got to like stick up. for yourself. It was, yeah. So I think just being me, dude, I think that was like the best uh proudest moments of like uh being an individual that's dope man i like that um i'd say that i made it yeah that like i made it out of that Um, yeah and that like i've made something of myself i think oh yeah because i put so much pressure on myself to to like make it and a lot of people told me i never would um Mm. so I think just simply like in three simple words, just, I made it like that's, that's it. Like you don't think sometimes that you're going to make it out of that or that, you know, it's the end of the world. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not, there's, there's so much more life to live outside of those, like those four years are so 
short, and it's like so crazy the amount of pressure that gets put on a fifteen year old kid, mm-hmm. um, to fit in, to do their homework, to to like pass all their classes, to somehow know what the fuck they're gonna do with their life in three more years, like, oh yeah, it's just crazy. Um, so yeah, I'd say that was like the biggest thing I think for me. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was a fun little exercise. Yeah, it was cool. I liked it. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Um, you learned some stuff about us now. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, we'll get into uh, news and notes. Yeah, news, notes, and new releases. All right. Um, Mom Jeans Ugh. released Alam Alam Alameda Alameda Country Fair. I love mom jeans, dude. They're so planned and boring to people, and this voice can get on everyone's nerves. But I really like mom jeans. I like this song. I think it's funny. Obviously, I love the music video. It's really corny. (laughs) Also, the bass player is wearing a transit shirt at one point. Um, Just throwing that. Just saying. Just saying. Um, but no, dude. I like this song. It's it's fucking mom's jeans, dude. It's the song itself is super. (laughs) It's super fucking dumb but i also think it's super fucking awesome uh, okay yeah i like it i, like I it. uh i didn't listen to it because i do not like mom jeans at all everything you said about them is how i feel oh, about them that's, that's so sad <laughs> but uh <laughs> hey you like it that's fine that's cool. no yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. dope i uh am not a huge fan uh so i haven't listened to it but maybe i will now that you said you, you liked it so sure it out man well yeah we'll give it a shot um yeah yeah, so speaking of, it's not in, in our notes here, but uh, speaking of transit, because Tori in Dog Hotel, you know, uh, Southpaw, whatever, like he's in so many different road derby pool party, like he's in eight different bands. Uh-huh. Uh, probably his biggest one that he was in um, has decided to call it quits. Bloom is no longer... Uh-huh a thing um didn't really say why uh just was kind of like you know we started this thing and now it's just time for it to end type of thing Mm. uh i think he's probably going to focus more on dog hotel now because they seem to be gaining some serious traction it looks like yeah which pretty much dog hotel is bloom with just a different singer um yeah so yeah it's it's too bad because i like bloom a lot i know clocky was like a diehard bloom fan um Mm -hmm. They were really dope, uh, but excited that he's still at least making music with Dog Hotel and all his other projects. So that's going to be dope to see what Dog Hotel does in the yeah, future. We'll, we'll see. The future for them will be good, I'm hoping. Hell yeah. So that was a quick little sidebar. But Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the next thing we got, uh, we got Escape the Fate. They dropped uh, Cheers to Goodbye featuring Spencer Charnas of Ice Nine Kills. Oof. Like it? Yeah. 
This song gives me just batch vibes. I don't know why. Like, yeah, yeah. This is just you, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm not I like a. Uh, I know. Is I always get confused. Is Ronnie Radke in Escape the Fate, or was he? Uh, or was he I in think... Falling in Reverse, and then he started Escape the Fate? I I don't. I think he was in Escape the Fate originally, right? Did he start? I thought he was in Falling in Reverse and then made Escape the Fate. I don't know. That's embarrassing that I don't know that. I always get that confused. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm trying to look it up. Yeah. Current lead rock band Falling in Reverse and former lead singer okay. of band Escape the Fate. Okay. Yep. So yeah. he did. He started Escape the Fate and then he went to Falling in Reverse. Reverse. Yeah. So not. Not the biggest Ronnie Radke fan. Didn't something happen to him? He's just kind of a, he's kind of a dickhead. Like from what people say, I don't know. I I never met him. I've never like, you know. I just know people aren't the biggest fan of him. I've heard he's like a stuck up douchebag. Um, he killed but, somebody. Uh, I don't. Apparently, I don't know. I didn't know that. Did he? I just knew people didn't like him. Yeah, it looks like during the fight. No, dude, get the fuck out of here. He was a oh, he's part of it. All right, anyways, yeah, it looks like he was in part of a fight that killed an eighteen-year-old. Oh, okay. See, back that's in two thousand six. Yeah, we don't want that. That's not good. But yeah, yeah, it's cool to see Escape the Fate still doing their thing. Uh, it's a really good. It's dope. It's really, and I like Ice Nine Kills. Um, yeah, that they're dope. So. Yeah, it was just, it's kind of like, um, not the exact same as like Sleeping with Sirens or Pierce the Veil, but it's on that like level. It's on that spectrum, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why it's probably like a, you think it's like a batch song. Um, yeah. Well, I'll just, like I said, I'll never forget you showing me, um, what the fuck is that band? Kick Me When I'm Down. That's Sleeping with Sirens. Yeah, I'll never forget you showing me that band, and you would not stop fucking singing that song, and that just yeah. will always remind me of you. So when I hear a similar like band, I'm like, that's just a batch band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not like, you know, as like, like high pitched, I guess, mm-hmm. as like the um. Sleeping with Sirens and Pierce the Veil types, but like it's definitely got like breakdowns and double bass drums and all that chaos in it. So mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's like metalcore, but it like, well, it's like harder than easycore, but it's a little softer than metalcore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love it. Um, so speaking of Ice Nine Kills, uh, they're playing a little hometown show for your boy. <laughs> uh, they're playing at the Lynn Auditorium uh, on September 9th with In Spirit and the Funeral Portrait. Nice, you going? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a little close to the wedding, so I don't really know. I don't really have anything like everything's nope. just like focused on August 12th right now. <laughs> so like anything after yeah. that is just kind of like me. I don't know. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> but uh, if I can, yeah, definitely, I would definitely go to that. That would be dope. Nice, dude. That's yeah. fucking sick. So I've never been to the Lynn Auditorium, but like there's been some crazy, like some crazy bands that have gone there. Um, 
Rats played there. Um, T.I. was there. Flowrider was there. Oh, wow. Ice Nine Kills is going there. Lynn Auditorium's on its way up and up. So It's happening. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's because of me. So. That's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, not a big deal. It's just because of me. You'll see Keep Flying there someday. <laughs> I love it. So, That's dope. This is a yes. good one for you. This is exciting for you. So my boys in the Ghost Inside dropped a very new single called Earn It. Um, <laughs> yeah, they did. It's fucking awesome, man. It's a it's a little lighter than their normal stuff, yeah. but it is fucking it's awesome. I I'm on. I got the YouTube notification when it happened, and me and my girl were driving, and I was like, "I'm sorry, babe," because she does not like anything that's screaming. And I was like, "But we're playing it." She knew right away. She's like, "All right, yeah, like play it." And she she was like, she liked it. She like she's like, I actually like this. She was like nodding her head. I was like, "Who the fuck are you, dude?" What the um. Hell? Yeah, it's a good song, man. I you like the song. Taylor Swift isn't on this, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you get a chance to listen to it? Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I, I like them. I like them a lot. Yeah. They're always fucking... po- uh, always positive, man. They always yeah, send a positive yeah. message. That's why I like them so much. You know, they're just they're just great. They are, man. Uh, they're also, they started their uh, co-headlining tour with Under Oath. The other Ooh, day, they just uh, came out slamming, so... Oof, that's dope. That's a dope tour. All right. Um, then we had 30 Seconds to Mars released, Get Up Kid. What, were your th- what are your thoughts on 30 Seconds to Mars? We never really talked about them. I don't really know them. I like like two songs, the big ones. Yeah. I like The Kill, obviously. I think everyone does. But uh, yeah, I've never really like. Never really got into them, really. I yeah, it's kind of like, oh, they're there. Like Jared Leto's cool, but uh, they're there. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really know them to be honest. I did listen to this song. Uh, it's super calm and peaceful. It sounds like a radio hit. That's all. Okay. Summer love yeah, type shit. Yeah. All right. That's dope. That's, we can move yeah, on. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was, I don't. I don't really. Yeah. I don't really it's know kind of the vibe I got. I was just kind of like, okay. Um. Sweet. So we'll move on. If uh, yeah, this is a good one. Good? This is dope. All right, so uh, one of our bands we've talked about a lot uh, released uh, "Heaven Sent," and that is by the band Movement. Movements. <laughs> uh, this song, fire, dope. dude! The music fire. video, fire. Yeah, they are like everything they've released so far mm-hmm. has just been absolute fucking fire. Like. Just re- like the four singles they released have just been unbelievable, dude. Mm-hmm. They just like they just don't miss. Um, it's just so dope. I uh, think I was at the gym when the song dropped or something. I don't know where I was actually. No, it was probably New Hampshire, right? Because a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. I think it was. Yeah, last well Friday, I think Thursday or uh, Friday. Dude, I I listened to the song and I was just like, ugh. 
it just I'm not this isn't who I am, but it just made me feel like a big stoner, just like laying in the grass fields, just like bobbing my head, like, yeah, dude, life is good. Life is good, man. Oh yeah. It's a good song. It is for sure. It's um you know, typical um movements. It's just it's just fucking good. They're just dope. Oh, yeah. Um so then we had um our last night released my collapse which was fucking dope do you listen to them i don't but i listen to the song sounds good um, yeah they're um like one of those tiktok instagram bands that just kind of blew up on ah that's where my ears are hearing okay yeah yeah they're um they're they're like one of those. They're like the original, like one of the original ones that blew up on Instagram and TikTok. Okay. Um. But yeah, they're fucking dope, and I believe their guitar player actually is now in Dog Hotel as well. Really? Yes, I believe that was. The oh, it's dope. Yeah. So, yes, that's gonna be sick. So, yeah, excited to listen to them a little more. That they're that's they're awesome, dope. dude. Yeah. So, fuck yeah! Um, this is the most exciting one, I think, on yeah. our list. One of this the- is a good one. Yeah, <laughs> this is exciting. We, we got to keep flying. You know our boys. Uh, yeah, they dropped a big, <laughs> big deal. A new song from their album that's gonna be coming. So a new single it's called Transparency. kidding no they weren't kidding they weren't lying john was not lying when he said this is gonna be because he told me when i saw them um last i think that was in may i believe was it may i think yeah may or yeah it must have been may when i saw them um he said this next one get ready because it's gonna be a fucking doozy and i was like all right like you know everyone says that this one's gonna be you know unbelievable and then damn 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 it goes so hard it does, dude. he said it was gonna be the hardest song on the record and Bro, but it's keep flying hard dude yeah it is dude it's, it's just uh, the screaming the harmonizing with the yelling like dude this fucking uh, song is so solid grade a plus shit kiss. Chef's kiss. Ratatouille? Mm. I don't think so. Transparency by Keep yeah. Flying. <laughs> Mucho mozzarella. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I love dude. it, dude. So dope. I'm uh I'm so stoked for this. Did you pre-order anything? Uh no, I didn't yet. I don't okay. have any money. I'll be honest. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I don't either. Just being real. Like, yeah, fuck it. I'm doing it. I just yeah. wanted the rack of the vinyl. Um I looked at it. Don't get me wrong, because I got the email. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like, oh, that's just, this is so sick. I think I texted you that day, too. I did text you that day, yeah. Um, yeah, but like, as I opened my eyes to say hello to the world, <laughs> you texted me. <laughs> like, yeah, I was legit, excited. 
my like eyes open and it was like bing bing and i was like huh? <laughs> 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 oh, <fuck yeah. laughs> it's like yeah i knew keep flying today <laughs> i love it yeah yeah um, um it's awesome stuff man hell yeah um can't wait for that record that's gonna be fun mm-hmm. we're gonna have to have john on to break that down when it comes out oh my god yeah that's gonna be sick um also we we commented on i don't know if you saw it uh henry like took over their instagram story oh did he and i um they asked like uh oh i did about, see and i was like oh how do you like cope with like the dark thoughts or whatever and he was like these people understood the assignment yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it was uh it was cool you know um and he talked about like how he eats or ate to like cope with depression yes i do remember like that. that that was yeah. fucking that was cool uh to see him like open up about that um but um so we'll move on from that little double wrister we just gave keep flying mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um childhood idols yellow card release childhood eyes ep that drops today as in friday friday that dropped today so go listen to that because we will <laughs> and we will definitely have a review of that coming soon fucking right dude yeah i'm That's excited they, they just shared a on the day of recording they shared a sneak peek of one of their songs and uh it sounds fucking Banger. pretty pop punk punkish yep. dude it sounds it's pretty them. good sounds yellow cardi yeah i mean they said it was gonna be like a classic yellow card record so mm-hmm. um definitely excited for that so we have after after the yellow card thing, Steve's gonna take us away with the next release that we had. Yeah. <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah. We got Fluorescence dropping uh, a new song called Ramona. Yeah. What did you think of this? I thought it was quite interesting. Um yeah. it's definitely pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I um yeah, I thought it was cool. Um it reminded me of like Bowling th- for Soup. Yeah, I think they're the ones that are friends with, um, Uncanny Valley. I think Uncanny Valley was telling us about them. Okay. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's why it popped up because I was like, oh, all right. Um, but yeah, it's pretty dope, dude. It's definitely got those that like Bowling for Soup, like that old school. It's so weird to call that old school, but like that classic pop punk vibe to it. So it's good. That's good shit. I like seeing that though. I like seeing yeah. bands, new, like new bands, like go that route. Fuck yeah. So definitely cool. Um, I'm so glad I get to talk about this. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Let me just, we are going into the news part of this. Yeah. this this isn't a single but this is just news batch take it away <laughs> so demi lovato wants knocked loose to collab on her revamped album go away just go <laughs> away like get the fuck out of here like 
just I I fucking hate Demi Lovato. I hate her as a fucking human being. Like I hate her. I think I hate her more than I hate the Kardashians. I fucking hate Demi Lovato. She's just a all she does is follow whatever's trendy and then she jumps on it. And then once it's not trendy anymore, she goes to the next thing. So now all of a sudden, Knock Loose plays Coachella and she wants Knock Loose to collab with her album because now Knock Loose is trendy. Mm. She was going to make a pop punk record when Machine Gun Kelly did it. It's like, just go the fuck away. Just get out of here. Beat it. You pain in the ass. Leave yeah. Knock Loose alone. <laughs> like... They probably don't even want to work with her. They're probably like, fuck that. Well, well yeah, she wants to work with um, Knock well, Loose. It's very weird. And Corey Taylor from Slipknot. I don't see that happen. I just, I just, I, I don't, I don't have. I, I can't wait to hear what Corey Taylor has to say because he's not the nicest human being when responding. He's also just real and talks the truth about how we feel. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I don't see that going well. <laughs> Like, unless he's, unless she gives them the bag, like, as in money, like, Mm. I don't see them doing it. I don't know. I I just can't see Knocked Loose being like, hey, you want to know what's going to make people real happy with us is if we make a Demi Lovato record. Like, I think that's true. You know, and I can't see Corey Taylor being like, you know what? I think I'm just bored and I just want to do something with Demi Lovato. (laughs) Like. Yeah, I guess I just, the whole album like is with Slash. She's working with Slash. I know that makes me so sad. Like yeah. I thought Slash was so much cooler than that. Like oh, that that bums me out. But like that's again, okay. I can't see like that's the okay. So now I can kind of see I had forgotten that that Slash was involved. Now I can see them all jumping in now. Because yeah. if he's on it, then I can see like knock loose being like we get a chance to work with Slash. You kidding me? Like Yeah. Same with Corey Taylor. Like I'm sure Corey Taylor could work with Slash anytime he wanted to. But, yeah. Um. What are your thoughts on on this whole thing? I think it's funny. I think Knock Loose <laughs> will definitely not touch it. I could yeah. see Corey Taylor just having nothing to do with it. Honestly, I don't see either of them doing it. I'd be very surprised if they did. I think it's funny. Honestly, I think it's cool, man. I mean, I don't really give a shit. I think it's. Who knows, dude? If it comes out good or not, I probably won't listen. If it does, uh, I'll, 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 uh, I'll definitely. I can't say I won't check it out when it drops, but if if it happens, I just don't see it. My thoughts are I don't see it happening, so I don't have any more thoughts on it. It's just weird. I'd rather knock loose work with Taylor Swift. Yeah, I think they'd make yeah. a banger. But well, they definitely would. <laughs> I think that would be so sick. That but would I just be hate, fucking dope. I just hate Demi Lovato. Like as a human being, like I just hate her. I think she's not like a real person. I think she's just a mm. a follower. Like I think she just she's a silly goose. Could be. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Silly um, goose. No, uh, I, I could see it be like. She's got that. He's got that daydream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you know the knock loose scream. That would be so sick. Yeah. Ow, ow. <laughs> ow, ow, JK. <laughs> Anyways, uh, moving Taylor on. Taylor screaming. <laughs> yeah, they switch. They reverse it. Yeah. They make, they make Taylor Swift do all the screams and she like kills Holy it. Shit. That would be gold, dude. That would be. Uh, but, all right, moving on. We got. This is exciting stuff. We this got a cool, cool tour that has been in the works for a while. We got Knuckle Puck and Real Friends. Going on tour. This starts August 9th. 
in Ohio. And if you're in the Boston area, they will be coming on December 10th. This is That's exciting. Really sick. Knock yeah. and real friends. Um, this is good shit, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to try and go. Um, I think Clocky wants to go. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't like. I don't know. It's uh, I just saw this. <laughs> like yeah. I literally just saw this. Yeah, last November I just saw this. So I know, right? It's uh, it's cool though. Like I love that. Like they're touring together. Like yeah, they used to. Like it's it's cool. It's nostalgic for me because like that's how I found them. Mm-hmm. Was like going to a knuckle puck show and like real friends was there or like, you know, it's just it's just dope. It's I love it that they're still like, let's tour together again. Oh yeah, and this time they're doing it at um Big Night Live. Mm, true, which is cool. Uh, that's a big venue for them. Yeah, like, that might that's big for both of them. So that's cool. Um, so it wouldn't be the Empty Space podcast <laughs> if we didn't mention. Haley Williams and Paramore. <laughs> so, uh, Haley Williams and Paramore sang Misery Business with a nine year old girl. Dan? <laughs> what does that say? Does that say Dan? I don't know why it says Dan in the notes. <laughs> I don't either. Oh, it's boy. Nine year old girl named, apparently, her name is Dan. That just reminded me of fucking. <laughs> I think it was Anchorman when he'll read anything on yeah. the screen. <laughs> and then he yeah, had to, yeah, you yeah. were like, eh, uh, oh, girl, nine-year-old girl, Dan. That's going to do it for all of us here at Channel 4 News. You stay classy, San Diego. I'm Ron Burgundy. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? Dan? <laughs> yeah. He's like, go fuck yourself, San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you do that, Ron? <laughs> you poop mouth. <laughs> That's just a, would, you, would you like uh, me to give you some money out of my wallet? Would that make you feel better? <laughs> um. Anyway, they sang Misery Business with a nine-year-old girl at their Houston show. Yes. And then someone wrote in all caps, stop mentioning Paramore, guys. God damn it. What um, a, who would write that? I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, so Paramore's cool. Uh, that's, that's dope. Sick. Yeah, I love when bands do that. Um, I know Green Day does that. Like every show, they bring someone up on stage. Um, yeah, and then I saw. Did you see what um, Blink did? What Tom no. did with a with a kid? I think he was like thirteen years old, and he uh, oh he brought him on him, stage. Yeah, gave him his guitar, and then he and then he gave him the mic to say like one word. And he was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> Yeah, he was like, I want you to speak. This is your chance to tell everybody how you feel, what you think. This is your chance. And he goes, fuck you. (laughs) Because he was like, Tom was talking to him. And then like someone else like in the crowd started saying something. And Tom was like, no, fuck you. Fuck you. And fuck you. I'm having a conversation with the young man. Because he's about to become an adult. And he's coming into the life. And he's trying to figure stuff out. Yep. <laughs> like, it was awesome. Yeah. And he gave him a guitar. That was so cool. That was, it was so fucking, fucking badass, dude. That yeah. was so cool. His dad that, was going crazy. Yeah. That like reminds me of like the Green Day shit because that's what they do. They like bring a kid up on stage, let him play guitar, and then like give him the mm-hmm. guitar. And the kid like yeah. shits himself. So it's cool to see like Blink. I love when bands do that, man. It's it's dope. It is. 
Speaking of Paramore too, did you see that video of um someone had a sign that said Paramore saved my life? Mm, yeah, the show, and she and like they, she wanted yeah. it. She was like, "Will you sign it and give it sign to it. me?" Because Paramore yeah. saved me too. Like mm-hmm. just like cool shit. Like Haley Williams is such a like cool person. She's just yeah. the shit. Um, speaking of Green Day. <gasps> It's a big one, dude. It's yeah, a big. This ahead. is pretty cool. They're going. They're rocking and rolling right now. But yeah, um, dude, Green Day went absolutely fucking crazy in Quebec, Canada. Quebec, good fishing up there in Quebec, dude. Eighty thousand. Eighty thousand. Yeah. Insane. That's fucked. Yeah, they haven't been to Quebec, I think, in a while. Um, no. I'm sending you a picture. I don't know if you saw it of the 80k people. Yeah, dude, it's fucking Holy it's insanity, fuck. bro. Like it's just absolutely fucking wild, man. That's like, you know, that's Gillette Stadium. Yeah, it's that's, fucking nuts. It's yeah, it's insane, dude. Um it just goes to show that they're like still relevant, that they still got it. Um cuz they also played the Harley Davidson Homecoming Fest. I don't know if you saw any videos from that. I didn't know. I just I, saw that. Yeah, I guess um, I saw a couple of videos from it, and it looked like they fucking just went bananas. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of people with that that were there said they stole the whole festival. That like they were just. I the, believe it. They opened it. I guess they were like the first headliner, and they said that after that, it was just absolutely like, out of like not even close. That they just blew everyone out of the water. I believe it. So it's cool. I love seeing that. You know, I love Fuck seeing yeah. Green Day be like, did you forget us? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's dope. I really, really, really hope that they're gearing up for another pop disaster tour. I really, really hope that that's what happens. Like I'm holding out hope that. Fingers crossed, man. It'd be like 2025. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause it would have to be after when we were young. Yep. Um, which is in October. Um, and Blink's gone tour. They're going to be in the UK till uh, not the UK. They're going to be overseas until like the 2024. Are they? Yeah, they they were doing their US tour is done. Now they're going to um, Germany. Okay, so they're gonna yeah, September eighth. Yeah, spending some time. because uh, I know their record comes out what in October? They're saying fall. Yeah, that's the word. Something like that. October, November-ish, because then I know mm-hmm. Green Day's got theirs coming at the end of the year, or the beginning of the year, suppose, allegedly. That's what everyone keeps saying. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it looks, looks like Saturday, April 6, 2024. So April next year Jesus is when the last. fucking Christ, dude. That's in Mexico, Blink's last show. So they'll probably take the summer off, and then maybe 2025 is the year. I hope so, man. I really, really like, dude, that would be, we'd have to go to like seven different shows of that. <laughs> oh yeah. We'd have to just follow them up and down the East coast. We'd have to, I mean, we didn't have a choice. No, no, we don't fuck work. Fuck family. Fuck yeah, everything. Need that. That's this is the, this is what's important. Yep. The pop disaster tour 2.0. 
And then so. when you ask that question in 2026 about memories and we play that game again and you go, what was the silliest thing you ever did? Quit my job, left my family, yeah, <laughs> went I on follow, a four day bender to watch Blink. Follow Blink <laughs> and Green Day for six weeks. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, that takes the cake. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the dumbest thing I've ever done, but <laughs> worth it. <laughs> um. So yeah, um, that's everything, I think, unless you have anything else you'd like to share with the folks. No, I'm going to uh, grab a sip of my coffee and we can get the ball rolling for the episode for those of you who... Oh, uh, we don't even, we didn't even tell them. We didn't. Wow. I'm so... Well, you can <laughs> tell by the fucking headline, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're breaking down nine by Blink-182. Yeah. Uh, this is not going to be fun if you're a Blink fan. I'm just telling yeah. you now, this is going to be... If you like the album nine or you are a fan of Blink-182 and you get offended by people being mean to them, you are going to want to turn this off right now because this is not going to be fun for you. Um, I don't think... I don't like this at all. Steve, I don't know if he likes this at all. I don't think he does. He's he's sipping his coffee still. Hold on, here oh, he comes. Hold on. No, I was... Listen, oh. I saved the coffee for the Blink breakdown because... Oh, okay. Well, a, it's 5 p.m. and I don't want to have it. It's already late enough to drink a coffee. But B, I wanted to have this for the greatest yeah. breakdown. Yeah, Steve does not like this. So like I said, if you in any way, shape, or form get offended by someone trashing Blink-182, we're sorry in advance, but we're keeping it real with you. And if you want to shut us off, we Please. understand. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, i'm gonna real hang on Uh on. i gotta i gotta no i just gotta say exactly what you said as myself too as a big blink fan as a huge blink fan as blink 182 is the reason this podcast exists as green day is for batch is that is for me this episode is not for the people that are sensitive to blink 182 critiques um this is my least favorite album out of everything they've ever created this is something i'm not very uh I don't listen to it. I listen to it. Trust me, hundreds of times. I tried. tried. So basically what we're saying is we don't like the album, but we're going to break it down anyways. That doesn't mean I don't like parts of things in this, like music and things that they do. or meaning or something. Yeah. And there are some songs that I'm like, I vibe with. But if you're looking for like two out of the 16 songs to be like, this is awesome. That's probably what you're going to see is like two out of 16 songs being liked. But... I wanted to just say the same thing you said before we get into this, because if you don't like it, turn it off. I'm glad yeah. you listened to the beginning of the episode. Hope you yeah. had fun. <laughs> yeah. We're about to get negative. Yeah. Um, we asked on the podcast Instagram, at Empty Space Podcast, um, people <laughs> to give their thoughts on this record. Um, so we'll read a couple of them. Yeah, go ahead. I am sorry that I, I did this a little uh... last minute last minute but i just came to my mind i was uh, like we also did kind of plan this last minute too all right fair enough you have my back there i like (laughs) we did plan this last minute um yesterday at like five so (laughs) it's fine um but so we'll start with the one positive um ryan lynn Knoll says i love it at the time tom was gone and mark and travis weren't done if they started a band with Matt with a different name, people would have trolled them for that too. 
Nine is a great example of what can come out of a shitty circumstance. Okay. I hear what you're saying, man. But they did that with California. Like, that's that's the excuse for California, right? Was that Matt came in and saved Blink, right? And if they started something else, it was going to be shit. Right? Mm -hmm. So, I get what he's saying. I hear it. But, like, that's what California was, wasn't it? So, like, you'd expect, like, some bumps in the road with California. But, like, I didn't expect this when Nine came out. Yeah, I... I definitely agree with what that guy Ryan's saying. Yeah, for I sure. agree with him. Yeah. For sure. I just, uh, you know, I just, like this, I said, I'd I rather think... a California part yeah. two. Because there was actually good song some songs. Yeah, I actually fucked with some of the songs more than I would have thought I would have. And, and this one is just rough. And that's like what I, I would have expected like this nine to be the first one. And then California to be the second one. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I expected, like California to be kind of like shitty, because it's it's two different. You know, you're bringing in a new person, a different dynamic, different everything. Well, he makes it, the point of like you know, if they started a band with Matt with a different right. name, people would have trolled. I'd rather them troll him about that because that's my argument since they started this, since California, yeah. since Tom Don't left. I think blink. you just, in my opinion, you just can't call it blink. It's not blink. And, you change one of the biggest artists on it to Matt. That already to me is like, all right, call it something else. But then you change the music completely drastically, which again, like I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's different. So why continue to keep the name blank? Just so, just so they can sell records, man. That was what it was. Well, yeah. I mean, it makes sense in tour, big stadiums and everything else. Well, which, I agree and disagree. Cause I think that it keeps the name alive for the generations after does. generations. It you does. Know? Yeah. Um, I was also listening to the Boxcar Racer record this yeah. weekend. Um, little sidetrack here, but I I was like, damn, if Blink went this route, holy shit! Like mm-hmm. that would I know we talked about it, but I just wanted I, you know I yeah, um, yeah. just thought it was fucking that that album's just a masterpiece. Like oh yeah, um, I think that's actually Tom DeLonge's most underrated work it's so good dude i think that record doesn't get enough love that that record is perfect like mm-hmm. and i'm not even a diehard blink fan but like that record if blink went that route i would be way more invested in blink yeah um but anyway uh tim lee music said haven't listened all the way through just couldn't do it i hear you i agree with you that was me <laughs> Mm-hmm. I got like halfway through and I was like, no, nah, I'm done. <laughs> like, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, What did you think about that comment? Is that how you felt? I, yeah. I mean, I felt that way. I still listened to it, but I did feel that way. I hear what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. I thought um, it was a funny comment though. Yeah. Uh, this one was a good one. I have things and stuff to say about this album. Bucky 182. <laughs> Clocky. I, I think Clocky said it perfectly because I think Clocky, you know him. He he could ramble about this record. <laughs> so to say the least. I think him saying he has things and stuff to say about this album, I think is perfect. <laughs> um I think that's beautiful. Uh I can only imagine what he has to say about it. It's a mystery. Um, 
then one of our biggest fans, uh, top commenter on the on the podcast, um, Flounderton J. Flounderberger, simply puts, <laughs> things sucks. <laughs> wow. Who's that guy? I don't know. <laughs> that guy's got an opinion. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> things sucks. Wow. It I does. couldn't believe it. Yeah, I, I was floored when I saw yeah, that. I can, I was like, you wow, were so just, upset. He just put it right out there. Yeah. It's unbelievable, that guy. <laughs> I know. It's 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 fucking crazy. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, I guess we'll get into this bad boy. Well, you're missing two more comments, man. Am I? Yeah. Did I? Or did I yeah, not? there's two more on there that just came in. Oh, they just came in. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a positive one and a kind of mostly negative one okay um so all right i'll go back to it then okay so uh sarah boland and then that's how you say it sorry if we're fucking yes yeah, no 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 yeah that's right sarah boland okay uh i'm a massive blink fan and love all of their albums for different reasons i've always been an alkaline trio fan too so matt joining made complete sense to me Black Rain, No Heart, No Heart to Speak of, and Remember to Forget Me are amazing songs in my opinion. They may be not typical Blink, but I love them for what they are. I love that comment. Okay, yeah. I think that is a great opinion, and I think that's fucking, that's an awesome, that's my favorite comment, because she's not saying like, it's obviously everyone can say their own opinion, but she's not saying like, it's this is Blink, but she's also saying like, yo, I fuck with Matt Skiba. Yep. I fuck with Blink. I lo- to me this was awesome, and I think that's that's what this like will stick out to this whole album. Yeah. I feel like is like if you're both that, this is perfect. Right. That's that's cool. Uh, then our friend, um, Hunter, uh, leaving Warren IA, commented, "The only song I really care for is Dark Side, and the rest of and the rest is too poppy and overproduced." But you could make that argument for Dark Side as well, so I don't know. Agreed. Yeah, I yeah I hear you. <laughs> no, I yeah, man, you're not wrong. So, um, keyword it, being overproduced, by the way, and I'm gonna yes. get into that at some point. Yes, uh, yep, hundred percent, dude. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, I guess we'll we'll get into this thing now since um. <sighs> Yeah, we've read all the comments that have come in so far. If you did comment, um, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate it, and hope you enjoyed the little shout out we gave you. <laughs> all right. Um, so, all right, let's get into this fucking bad boy, shall we? Yes, sir. All right. Alrighty. So we got nine. This is a uh, this is an interesting uh, album. This is technically me and Batch had this conversation before. This is technically their ninth album. Yeah. yeah. Now a lot of people were saying eighth, but you have to count Buddha. And I'm just gonna read something. Um, this is this is a quote from Mark Nine. This is their ninth album. As decided by me and Travis, some count Buddha, some not. Some count the Mark and Tom and Travis show. Some count Greatest Hits. Some count Dog Eating Dogs. This is how Mark Hoppus, the creator, 
counts it. He said, I'm counting Buddha, Cheshire Cat, Dude Ranch, Enma the State, Toy Page, Untitled, Neighborhoods, California, and <coughs> Nine. So okay. technically this is nine because there was a, there's a big debate online about it whether it is yeah. or isn't. Uh this is technically straight from the horse's mouth. Yes, eighth studio nine. album. Um, but anyways, into this album before we start, as always. Uh, three years after their comeback record, California, where they partnered with Matt Skiba of Alkaline Trio, after Tom left the band, Mark, Matt, and Travis partnered up with big artists and produced such as Tim Pagnotta, the Futuristics in California, produced John Feldman to create the record. There's a lot of confusing... I already said that part, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I don't need any of this. Why did I read any of that? All right, yeah, so let's just fucking get into nine then. <laughs> yeah, let's... Awesome. Here we go. All right. So first song on this. Uh, hang on. Should I tell you what I think of this album now or later? At the end. All right, then. All right. So, yeah, I like that. Uh, all right. So we are going to get into the first song called The First Time. All right, we got the first time, and this is the last time I'm listening to the song. Yep. Uh, <laughs> no, my, oh. my, oh boy, this is tough. Um, this song reminds me of like Swaco and Mod Sun and MGK yes, all together. Dude, yep, 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 yep. This whole album kind of gives me that vibe. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just not. So they're revolutionaries. Fan. You could say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the opening track to nine, the first time, this is about feelings you get when you try something out for the first time, whether it be taking medication, falling in love and going on a first date or flying on a plane, et cetera, et cetera. It critiques how, you know, people always want a quick fix, but they'll never get such high as the first time they did. Kind of like when you have your first bite of cake or any type of food, uh, you know, the first bite's always going to be the best. Uh, this song is quite interesting as most songs. I do want to mention that this song was this album had a lot of Mark Hoppus dealing with his depression and writing it. Mm -hmm. So this whole album kind of has a lot of that in it. And it also has a lot of free range that Matt Skiba was given. So you can tell Matt Skiba was giving more of a, you know, more of a lyricist writing on it. And he was also given more singing time on this kind of being able to, you know, see what Matt can do first album, you know, California, all right, it's collab thing, more Mark thing, and then this one is kind of more uh, Matt's thing. But as far as the first time, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm done. I'm, I'm out. I'm I'm stumbling my words. Batch is done. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't it's have, tough. I don't have anything else on this. I hate it. I made it 23 seconds, and I was like, hate it. Bye. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That was so. That was good. <laughs> um. We are going to move along to the next one, ironically named Happy Days. All right, so Happy Days does not make me happy. <laughs> uh, this is the third single from Blink-182's ninth studio album, Happy days tackles themes of chasing your dreams during hard times and not giving up. 
the song is the first track from Tom's departure from the band that features vocals solely from Mark. The song was released on the 1st of July or the 182nd day of the year. The band commented on its Instagram. It's the 182nd day of the year, which means it's Blink-182 day to celebrate. Here's our new song, Happy Days. Consume it where you usually consume music. Cool. In an interview <laughs> with Zane Lowe on Beats 1, Mark Hoppus explains the meaning of the song. It's about coming from a place of frustration and anger and saying, fuck it, and just saying, I want to go to better times. I want to be in a better place. I'm not going to leave all this shitty nonsense behind and find my zone. Uh, Travis Barker then explains where the song was conceived. I had actually started the idea for this song at my house. I have a little studio at my house. It was just a beat. Then we got into my studio in North Hollywood, and it kind of became what you just heard now. So, you ever heard the old saying, it's never good when a drummer comes up with a song? You ever heard that one? Oh, you're asking me. Yeah, have you ever heard that saying? I've never have, no. Oh, well, that's a saying. Never a good thing when the drummer comes up with a song. So, there's that. Um, This song sucks. I don't have anything good. I don't have anything to say. I, nope, trash, just as a thought. Fair enough. What do you got? Go ahead and put a positive spin on this one. I dare you. Go ahead. Um, listen to me, bud. Go ahead. Rel- relax. Let's relax. Go. Let's, let's Simmer down. Let's, let's Simmer let's down. Try. God, no, God. Go God, God. <laughs> put a positive spin on it. God. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna give you my thoughts. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't like the song. It sounds like someone went on ChatGPT and mm-hmm. put in "Make me a song about being happy," and this is what <laughs> came out. <laughs> Bro, and who in your right mind would come out with "Happy days, happy days"? Yeah, I want to feel no fucking shit, dude. I want to feel happy too, bro. I don't know. This song's corny as a motherfucker. That it the just is the music video. I didn't watch it. That's it's surprising. Just like they had people make it in quarantine. Yeah, and like bro, they wrote like st- I think they wrote like the lyrics or like they wrote something. I don't know what they wrote. It's on corny paper, as fuck. Yeah, dude. I just don't just like ah uh, this. It, this can all go right. Let away. me let me let me go on this. Let me let me let me. Tell you my feelings. It's it's corny. It does just sound like an AI generated song. It's just repetitive. It's it's not great. I will say it is catchy, but that's like the music quality of it. it and even the happy, like it's catchy. Like that's yeah, what you yeah, do. Yeah. But I can put any words in there, making catchy. My yeah. notes are: it's got this new whatever blank one eighty two, whatever you want to call this. You got plus forty four big time, a little bit of boxcar racer in the beginning, but it's just eh, big eh. And I'm just yeah. gonna leave it at that. That's that's. It's not the worst song on this album. I'll tell you that. No, I'll tell you that. It's not. No, and it's not. So, that's saying something. Yeah, it's not the worst song. Um. So I'll, I'll get into the next one. All right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. All right. The next song is called Heaven.
Alrighty, we have just listened to Heaven. Um, Alright, so Heaven was a song initiated by Travis Barker after a 2018 mass shooting barely two miles from his home at the Borderline Bar and Grill in Thousand Oaks where 12 people were killed. Matt and Mark are talking about the danger in American bars and schools and in the public in general. Mark told Vogue, he said, quote, heaven means a lot to me personally. What started off as a song about broken hearts became a song about living in America. Um, the, <sighs> yeah, okay. I'm just, yeah. The, mm, the <laughs> here are my notes. Uh, this, this, this goes for the whole album too. The reduction is awful. It's mm-hmm. this whole album is way too glossy. It's very compressed. The vocals are way too clean and touched up. It's cringy breakup songs. Um, this whole song right here has way too many voice effects. Yeah, it uh, does. Yes, it does. I don't even know who Mark is. It doesn't sound anything like Mark. It doesn't no. sound anything like Matt. It's all it's so overproduced. Pro- Yes. way too overproduced and it's just like it's too dude like what like this is what i mean by this isn't this this isn't blink you can't call this blink dude this is it's and i'm i'm glad people like it cool man whatever like your shit but i don't like this this is like overproduced bullshit this, garbage this reminds and I me hate of that it. this reminds me of that simple creature side project that he did with alex from all time low mm, okay yes yeah. no that makes sense also especially this, this song also this song the chords, the the prog- progression, the all of it just sounds so similar to Happy Days. It sounds yeah, so similar yeah. if you listen to it. Not the singing, but the the music, and it's just like, oh, I, I hate I hate this see, breakdown. I hate like the way it's sung. Mm-hmm. I think it's so like it's almost like it's why I hate like a lot of new school hip hop. Yeah, like a lot of the radio hip hop, I don't like it because it's just like, you know, the first verse is just like nah, 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 nah. It's yeah. like, uh, dude, like, what are you, what are you doing, man? Like, that's not even like, it's not even catchy. It's just like, what are we listening to? Yep. I uh, yeah, not a fan. I agree with everything that you said about it being overproduced and just like. Too many vocal effects. I couldn't even like. Like I like Mock's voice. Um, I just think this is just stupid. I just I I hate it. It makes me so upset. Um, but I'm ready to move on. If you are, no. You want to keep going? You want to keep talking about this? No, I don't even want to go to the next one. But yeah, let's go. <laughs> well, all right. Steve's <laughs> officially just. Passion out, dude. Checked out. <laughs> Let's go. Um, so the next one is Dark Side, which is how this album makes us feel. Let's go. She don't have the time of day. All right. I made it six seconds into that song before I was like, I'm all set with this fucking shit. Um, okay. <laughs> The fourth single from Blink-182's ninth studio album, Dark Side, is similar in meaning to fellow Californian single, She's Out of Her Mind. The track tells the story of a guy who fell in love with a girl that has a dark side. Ooh, never heard that before. 
Nevertheless, regardless of her ways, he will join. He will go join the dark side with her, so that they can do the things she loves together. Considering the fact that Mark Hop has talked a lot about depression leading up to the album, Dark Side might be referring to depression. Oh, in that context, the song makes takes on another meaning beneath the superficial and tells the story of the struggles of supporting a person going through depression. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes things a little bit different. Um, I think it's, I don't, I like that part of it, I guess. If that's what it's about, then like, that's cool. But, um, I, I don't, I don't see how like, you know, saying that and I wait, oh God, I hate that pre-chorus and I wait and I wait and I wait and I wait for her. He says, I wait like eight times and then I wait for her and then he says it again. And it's just like, oh God. So again, stupidly overproduced, just like stupid vocal effects. Just, I don't know, man, take it from there. I I made it eight, I made it six seconds before I hated this song. So I listened to the whole song several times, bro. Absolutely not. Go away well, from me. Don't ever God, come back. Leave. God, I hate God you. What you. is God love what you? What is I don't this? Know how you did it. What is this bullshit? What is this effect on Matt? God help us all. This is t- I don't want to wait. I don't care. I don't I'm not waiting no more. I wait, I wait, I wait. This is about like some goth girl you fell in love with. Cool, dude. All done. Next. Yeah, I uh, next like like I said. I mean, <laughs> if it's about the depression thing, then that's like that's great. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Cool. I... But like, do it better. No, God, <laughs> 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 oh, was so funny. <laughs> All right, we might want to just go to the next song before yeah. we get in trouble. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the next one, Stevie? Oh, dude, I'm so glad you asked because it's probably one of my favorites. Uh, this song. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. All right. All right. We got it. Blame yeah. it on my youth. In the thick mud, the flash flood, punk rock, and the alcohol. I was raised on a rerun. I was bored to death, so I started a band. Cut my teeth on a All right. So this song is about Mark and Matt and kind of just singing about their childhood memories and how, you know, they grew up and how they joined the band. Um, Mark said, I wouldn't know what the algorithm is. I can try and write a song to hit a moving target of what I think people are going to expect Blink is or should be or what they want Blink to be. When I do that, I write bad songs and blame it on my youth, quote. I was not one of those songs. We had this idea. It was actually an idea that Travis started. That's my dog barking. Um, He had this beat. We got in and started messing around, writing over it. We never sat down with the intent to write a radio single because what even is that? I don't know what works in the radio anymore. I can't write a song for the radio. Um, I I don't. I I like the sound. I honestly don't mind the sound. It's 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 not blink to me. Like when I listen to this, I, I put myself aside for this song, and I'm like, you know what? I can fuck with the sound, but it's it's. Uh, I don't know. It's not cool. It's not great. It's just I don't like it. The sound is cool. I guess. Um, damn, I feel so bad, people. We did preference this fucking album review. We did, but yeah. I still feel bad. I haven't like I'm usually finding something, but 
Yeah, man, it sounds it sounds okay. It's not. I, yeah, I don't like it though. I like you know? the drum effect. Yeah, that's cool. Um, other than that, no, just not. Uh, not not with it, man. I uh, I feel bad. Like I hope Mark Hoppus doesn't listen to this because, <laughs> I mean, damn, man. Like you sit there and say you don't know how to write a radio hit fuck do you mean you wrote a whole album of fucking radio hits Mm -hmm. i don't understand that like why i don't and like i get what he's saying about um trying to hit a moving target like he's right about that where like he's like i could try and write something that i think people would be like this is what blink should sound like this is blah blah blah. you're never gonna he's right you'll just write bad music you can't do that um, mm-hmm. so I don't fault him for that. I don't fault them for any of this record. I don't think like that they suck as musicians or that they, you know, can't make good music, but I think this just isn't their best stuff. Mm-hmm. I think th- like, I think we've set the bar high, like, you know, we set the bar so high for Blink and Green Day. So when like they come out with like a nine or like a 21st century breakdown, we're like, what 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 are you doing? What what the? Yeah, <laughs> what are we These doing? Are just, here? Listen, this is just our opinions. Man. Yeah, 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 and yeah. It doesn't mean this is how we. You obviously know I love this band and Mark. This is just how we feel yeah. about the album, man. Yeah, and I love Blink. I I just you know I, I love Mark. I love Tom. I love you know I I really appreciate what Skiba did. I think what Skiba did isn't easy to do to come mm-hmm. into a band like that and you know face you know the criticism and like the the haters and like the people that like you know you have diehards like steve that are like okay you better fucking you better fucking bring it buddy because Mm -hmm. you're filling some pretty big shoes bucko Mm -hmm. and it's tough but he did it and uh he kept blink going and it's just not for us i think it's i think this this is just not our our style man well i think the next two songs you're gonna hear some good stuff so i think so so all right we will move on to the next one uh the next one is generational divide all right okay okie dokie like i can all right this is like some old school blink shit right here um this is the did I do that? Yeah. This is this is the second extracted single from Blink 182's album. It's a short 49-second song that features a comeback to Travis Barker's fast drums. Contrary to popular belief of this song being about fans who are critical of their new sound, the track sees Hoppus meditating on a heated argument he had with his son and seeing how the age gap between the two has led to a generational divide. Mm. Some pictures from the generational divide music video set were shared by Mark Hoppus and Matt Skeever on the Instagram profiles. That's a cool little tidbit. I didn't know that. Um, So Mark Hoppus gave a genius answer, apparently on genius here. Um, it verified commentary as well. So it is Mark Hoppus. This is a, this is incredible, people. 
um, originally that song was much longer and it had a whole three minute song in front of it that was kind of inspired by the Beatles and it changed time signatures from four, four to three, four and was kind of inspired by a song called she's leaving home by the Beatles. And it's actually a song I wrote after I got in an argument with my son who I was sitting next to and then ramped up pretty fast and play a generational divide. We liked the generational divide part so much that we just kind of left off the three minutes of that song. So oh, shit. yeah, this is, um, this is a pretty dope song. This is like an old school blink song, man. This is, uh, this is good. I love this song. It's yeah. It's the their mix together on this song was very well done. Travis absolutely fucking kills it. Um, yeah. But Mar Matt Mark Matt and uh, Mark uh, work very well together on this one. The sound is fucking killer. This is a really good song. I like it. I my only complaint yep. is it's it's so short. Right. That's the only. But that's good. Yeah. So I think they did a good thing by cutting out that three minutes. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, uh, ready to move on? Yeah, dude. Uh, we're going to get into the next song, which is Runaway. All right, we got uh, Runaway here. This song tells the story of a guy whose girlfriend just left him, and the thought of her won't leave him. He tells his girlfriend not to let the idea of him go so they can come back together. I love this song. I think it's really good. I think, again, this is another song in this. They worked very well together. Yeah. The music's really good. Mm-hmm. Overall, for this album, it's it's up there for me yeah, as far yeah, as songs. Yeah, it's got to be, um, yeah. The intro is awesome. Mark's voice is fucking fantastic in that intro. Um, I don't know, man. The last two songs, like if if this was the you know way they went, it'd be it's, it'd be fucking sick. You know, this yeah. is the blink line trio we want from this. Yeah, you know? I, I was just gonna say that. I think it, it it finally like showed some alkaline trio in there, like it, mm-hmm. um, because they're a little bit heavier than Blink, um, so it like it brought a lot of that to the table. And I think that's kind of what we were looking for. I think that blank line trio, as you called it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought I, I liked this song a lot. I think it was definitely on the more creative side, I think for them, mm-hmm. the way they mashed everything together. I think it was cool. Um, really liked Mox vocals on it. Like you said, um, mm-hmm. Because they, they weren't as produced, you know, it was like actually his vocals. So yeah. I thought that, like, you know, I don't think he needs like it's almost like auto tune, but it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, so it, it's just an interesting, um, interesting thing. But I, I really liked it. I think it was cool. Fuck yeah, dude. So we'll move on to the the last piece of our half of this record uh, with Black Rain Is this Black Rain Oh Tragedy You took my everything Oh 
All right. Uh, Black Rain sees the band tracking, organized. Oh, tackling. Sorry. Blah. Black Rain sees the band tackling organized religion. The song started off as an idea by John Feldman with a churchy vibe. Then Matt Skiba, quote, painted it black after he watched Spotlight, a 2015 film about abusive priests. Oh. So Matt Skiba said, uh, for the lyrics, I'd been thinking about my issues with organized religion. I think there's a big difference between religion and faith. There are two. They are two very different things. Faith is a beautiful thing, no matter what your faith is, unless it's the Ku Klux Klan or some horrible piece of shit. Faith is something you can't learn, you can't buy. It's something you believe. It's what you think. I just watched a film called Spotlight, which was about the cover-ups of the abusive priests. They were covering up molestation and known ch- known abuses of children. I think the salvation stuff that John was writing about came from a very true place, and I respect that deeply. I respect people's faith, but I have zero faith for business of fear and warmongering. It's another thing that instills a deep rage in me. I took John's hopeful churchy idea and painted it black. Mm. Um, so it's it's kind of along the same lines as East Jesus Nowhere by... Uh, Green Day. Don't know why I did that. Uh, when when uh, Mike Durnt wrote about how much he hated the hated religion in the church. Mm. Um, so, you know, I think that's a cool concept. Um, I don't... I guess on this record, it's not a terrible song. I don't like absolutely hate this song but i wouldn't uh like go out of my way to listen to it um mm-hmm. i think it's cool but uh i think what you said about it is exactly how i feel about it so i'm gonna let you spill that tea yeah so i i definitely this song is technically fucking beautiful it's technically solid the instruments, the electronics, the producing, the editing, the lyricism, everything about this song is fucking amazing. Um, my ears just happen to not really like it that much. But yep. I think overall, this is the coolest song they have so far that we've broken down, technically speaking. And it's just mm-hmm. fucking badass that they're able to create some seriously awesome music like this. And this mm-hmm. shows the talents in everybody that is involved in Blink-182 in 9. And it's fucking badass. Uh, my ears just, you know, they're just not Wasn't like, like, thing, like, well, like, for example, like you don't like mom's jeans. You know, yes. yep, yep, you know yep. that your ear is just like you like the, the music's cool. You don't fuck with it, really. It's just something like maybe it just doesn't appeal to you. That's what this song does for us. It's just not appealing to us. But this song, I can say, has like so much fucking great shit to it as a whole. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, abs- I'm I'm with you 100 percent on that. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know about what you read about the message and all that. That's yeah, that's, that's pretty. That's, that's interesting. Cool. Yeah, that's that's good shit. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, I think it's cool. Like you said, I agree with everything you said about it. It just isn't, uh, just isn't pleasing to the ears for me and you. 
Yeah. You know, it's like, I like the mom jeans analogy. It's like, I, I, I can, I can understand why people like it. I can understand, mm-hmm. like, I respect it. I get it. I, you know, but it's just not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how this song is. Um, But so we did it. Yeah. We got through half of it. Um, I wish we could tell you that the next half is going to be better, but I don't see that happening. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so that's uh, the first half of nine. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully people keep commenting some stuff so we can read that for uh, next week, next time. We yeah, we'll this. still have that. Yeah. What have you found? What do you see? What? You see something interesting on your computer screen? No, I'm just looking. Oh, okay. Because you looked like, oh, like you found something. Oh, no, I'm just chilling. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's it, I guess. That's all we got. Um, we got a few cool interviews coming, so we're going to take a little break from breakdowns, I think, for the next couple of weeks. It seems. Um, then we have my wedding in less than a month. So you might not hear from us really until after that. Hell well, yeah. we'll still, we'll still have stuff coming out, but I, in terms of like us, like recording again, I think we probably won't actually record again until after the wedding. Yeah. Um, so Yeah. Um, hope everyone has a nice time for the rest of the summer. (laughs) Um, we'll be, you know, we'll have, we got some stuff coming out, um, some interviews and shit. So I think the next three episodes are interviews, if I'm not mistaken. At least the next three. Yeah. At least two, two or three, I think. Yeah. The next, at least the next two. We and have then, three lined up. I just yeah. don't know how. But yeah. 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 So yeah. And we got a, a really cool one about um I wanna tease it. I know yeah. what it's about the uh the female fronted fest that's happening in Denver um in a couple weeks. So that's gonna be sick. Um so be on the lookout for that one. Um yeah. So we got some cool interviews coming. Fuck yeah. So we will uh we'll talk to you all later on. Alrighty. I'll see y'all later now. <laughs> Toodaloo. I don't know why I do that every time. I really wish I hated you. A little trouble.